Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Welcome back to Sif Pop. It is the Sift Spoil mm-hmm. for Phantom Thread. Uh, we're going to talk all the spoilers, all the details. Well, maybe not all of them. That would take a long time to really go. Yes. Talk about everything. We're going to talk about the ones we want to, though. So if you have not seen Phantom Thread, turn back now. There's still time. Uh, for a couple of reasons. Number one, we don't want to spoil the movie for you. Number two, we're not necessarily going to go in order of the plot or anything. So it might be really confusing if you haven't seen the movie uh, for to hear us talk about spoilers. So where do you want to start, Chris? What oh. do you want to talk about spoiler-wise? Man, okay. So the the plot of this movie, you're not quite sure where it's going like for a long time. Uh, it begins... It seems like a typical love story for a lot of it. It kind of does. It, it takes a turn. With interesting characters. It takes a turn, though. You have... Okay, so it starts off um, with Daniel Day-Lewis, and he's obviously got this woman who is infatuated with him. You don't quite know whether or not... It, it's, it feels like they've been in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like a romantic oh, relationship. about the first... Very first thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like they've been in a romantic relationship for a while. Yeah, you get the sense that it's a circular thing for him. Right. Women come into his life. And like the very... And there's a point where that woman says something about, do you want some... Like it's some bread or something. Mm-hmm. And, and he goes, no, you know that I don't like that. And she says... I think you may have said that to somebody else. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. so he's a womanizer. Right. And yeah. so, like, this other woman comes in who he's made this beautiful dress for and everything. You're like, oh, that must be the one that he's, mm-hmm. like, been sleeping around with and everything. There's a really interesting transition point, too, where they're at the – they're sitting at the, the chairs and he's – they the, everything's finished. She's happy with her dress. He's happy that she's happy, so on and so forth. And their heads are facing each other. And the transitions into where, like – like uh, her name's Celia, her mm-hmm. her uh, his assistant or whatever is right in the middle. Like mm-hmm. you get the sense that she's in the she gets in between all of these yes. romantic she's the, relationships. She's the constant. She she is married to him. 
This is this is what I'm. It's I had that same feeling. Yeah, she is his wife. Yes, and but she but it's an open marriage in some ways. Yes, you know it's like it's, I mean she's not his wife. Like the movie never says that they're married. Right, they aren't married, but they have a married relationship. Well, there's an interesting thing later on when he's sick. The doctor comes in and and calls both of them at one point. Right. I think. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Woodcock or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, what is it? What is the name? Is it Woodcock? Yeah. Yeah. They call, he calls both of them Woodcock. Right. And they're definitely. And neither one of them is married to him. At no. That point. Yeah, yeah. But I had this strange feeling the entire time that Celia's character was married to him in some way. And yes, you can say you can say metaphorically that they were married because he needs her around right. and everything. But there's this other odd underbelly of like thought that makes me believe they are actually married and that he just gets to do whatever he well, wants. Well, if nothing else. The movie is about the longevity of marriage and the and the difficulty with the longevity of marriage. What commitment really means. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning, those two, him and him and his, I, I would just call her his CEO almost. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they have a committed relationship. Now, a lot of it is is obviously work, but she loves him. Yeah, and he loves her. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's not typically what you would see, but it feels like an old marriage, yes. you know? And at the same time, he's developing this new marriage right. with, you know, Alma. Yeah. And it, and I think it is just Alma. Like just, Al, there's like not an er on there. There isn't, I, I thought there was Alma. an R when I saw it printed. I think it's just Alma, but, um, but yeah, he meets, she's just like a, a, a server at some sort of like country, uh, restaurant, yeah. farm, yeah. something like that, and he sees something in her, and and you, and again, your mind is thinking, okay, he's found a new girl that he's want to want to date or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's like, will you have dinner with me? You find out very like not, I wouldn't say quickly, but you find out that really he is after her because of her measurements and like what dress he can make out mm-hmm. of out of everything that you know that she represents there's like a there's like everything that that we are accustomed to in movies where people are on dates and everything his asking her will you do something for me sounds like let's go to bed together right his going to bed is actually making dresses like the whole <laughs> right. thing is that's like his sex yeah. yeah that's his sex and there's a the sex scene is him like <laughs> making this dress for her in such and such a way mm-hmm. doing her measurements right. and all that and you find out maybe he doesn't even really care about sex, especially when he starts talking about her measurements in such a blase way. Like, you I have mean, no breasts. I mean, eventually have a, a sexual relationship yes. in the movie. But, I mean, it's never, it's not explicit or anything. No. But, you know, but she leads them into that part, that mm-hmm. real, quote unquote romantic part. Because for him, you just get the, the sense, it, it's just this really defined character of persnicketiness, you know, carefully crafted world of, of patterns and order and, you know, his life is his life. And, um, man, that, that measuring scene where, where it like was mind blowing because there's this moment that happens. She's, she thinks she's on this romantic date Mm -hmm. with this man. And, and there's a, there's like a moment that happens with her where all of a sudden she realizes that like he he's just sizing her up Mm -hmm. like and you know literally sizing her up her performance is so good in that scene because you can just feel her almost be destroyed yeah 
you know, by the idea, oh, this is totally different than I thought mm-hmm. what was going on yeah. with us. It's a really – because all of a sudden the, the lady we were talking about before mm-hmm. – She's up there, and you get the sense that she didn't realize this third party was coming up to right. take the measurements or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so she's confused, and she's hurt, and yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Um, there's also, and, and, and you know, I think the title has a lot of different interpretations, too, when, you, when you're talking about Phantom Thread. Uh, you know, for me, I mean, yeah, Phantom Thread in the movie, I think literally it means the stuff that he's hiding in clothes and stuff like that, he's sewing into clothes and everything. It also could be uh, representative of his dead mother, which is a huge part of this movie. Like, you don't think I that, totally forgot about the apparition scene where yes. he sees his, his mom. And this is, a, I believe, like, I think this whole, the, the, mo- the mother thing is such a key to understanding this movie because... Um, because his love for his dead mother is so strong that he has his has her hair sewn into his clothes. There is an absolutely big homage to Psycho in this movie, where he's looking through the little little eye hole yeah, yeah, yeah. at uh, at the girl, at, you know, the main girl during and, a, during a show during like she's the show. modeling during a fashion show. Yeah, there's no other reason to have an, an, an eye hole there and to shoot it exactly like that, other than to say. This is this reminds me of Psycho. And yeah. it, and well, there's a voyeurism to it, right? right. A, and, and that's the whole thing is is figuring out what is voyeuristic, what is real, what is romantic, what is you know. And she performs for him in that moment because she realizes he's you know looking mm-hmm. through that hole. And that kind of it felt to me like that almost surprised him. Like he was that's not something he was yeah looking for. He, he more wanted to be a voyeur. He didn't want to be necessarily. Yeah, you know, be aware of that apparition scene. Also, uh, says to me that because he's a, there's a scene where she puts just enough of a poison mu- mushroom into his tea that he gets sick. This this is the this is where the movie changed for me. That scene is where I was like, oh, yeah. this is the kind of movie this is. Yes, and at first you you think she definitely wants to kill him, right? Um. Because she's reading up on it and all that. Like, did I get the right mushroom? All of this. And um, and so sh- there, there's a point where he gets sick and he's in bed and there's an apparition of his mother and he's sitting there talking to his apparition. Uh, on cue, she walks in mm-hmm. and she has become his replacement mother at this point. Uh the only reason this is the I think this is the biggest spoiler of the movie. The only way this relationship works is if she plays his mother, and he he's the one who needs to be taken care of. That's the only thing he's he responds to. Well, and they lay the they lay the groundwork for that even earlier about her talking about when he has big shows, and this is after that modeling show we were talking about mm-hmm. that he gets exhausted and has to, he gets sick and has to take a few days off. Mm-hmm. And she says even something about those are the days when I, I feel the most connected or most needed or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so she decides to create that world mm-hmm. with this, this poisonous mushroom and actually poisons him yeah. so that he'll get sick. And so that she'll be able to take care of him. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, I believe it's Munchausen's by proxy is what they call this, 
the Munchausen syndrome is when you purposefully do this to yourself uh-huh. to get attention and whatever, and they're not really much known, I guess, about it that much. But Munchausen by proxy is kind of like what the mom does in The Sixth Sense, where right. she keeps poisoning her kids. And I right. think that's the, the literal definition. It's mom and child and all that. But uh, it's it's it's... I think it still works for something like this too, where uh, she is purposefully doing this to him so that he, she can take care of him. And that's the only time that he really loves her. Mm-hmm. Like every time else he knows he loves her, but he just is so distant. No, he loves, he loves what he does. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he, he loves, like you said, the making dresses and in those kind of things. Um, What's mind-blowing for me uh, is the final twist, which is when she's doing it again mm-hmm. for the second time. Yeah. At least the second we've seen. I'm assuming the second time at all. And she's doing it in plain sight yep. of him. Now, of course, it could not be a poisonous mushroom, but she's you know putting this in there. And you see just no words, mm-hmm. just through glances that he's figuring it out mm-hmm. about what happened last time. And you think, oh, my goodness, what's going to happen? You know, what kind of blow up is about to happen? And instead, he loves her for it. Yeah. And eats it willingly and trusts her and, and decides to get sick on poisonous yes, mushrooms. Because he also knows that this is the only way this relationship Mind works. Mind blowing. Yeah. Like craziness. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a very important scene in the middle where uh, she decides to uh, tell everybody to go home, including Celia, Celia mm-hmm. who is like the mainstay. She lives there. Like that's that's asking that's like asking a wife mm-hmm. to leave her yeah. own house. Um, there's a very like so sh- she gets everybody to the house, and there's a line that she says to Celia saying, "I need to figure this relationship out." And, uh, and, and Celia's like, good luck. She thinks it's going to be like the, like everybody else. Like she's right. just trying to seduce him. Right. And, like, let's have a romantic candlelit dinner and all this. Right. She prepares a meal of asparagus that she knows for a fact that he's not going to like. Right. And he even mentions this. Why would you even, you know, I don't you know like, I like it. it but, with, you know, I like it with oil. And it's, and it's her testing what exactly this relationship is. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it being mean to him? Mm-hmm. Is it, is it doing something that's just a bit off? So he'll be angry at her. Is it that? And it takes her until the poisoning to finally realize this is how this relationship works, which is so messed up. It's, it is so dysfunctional. And at the same time, there's such an honesty to that aspect of relationships. Uh, and that's what I was talking about with, you know, kind of how this movie, I think this movie is about marriage. I mm-hmm. really do. Mm-hmm. From the way he's married to his his co-worker person mm-hmm. yeah. to the way that he's married to frivolously married to these other girls that are coming through his life. And then the way he's married to Alma. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's the phantom thread is the idea that marriage is held together by this invisible thread that is, that is fragile. Right. But, but we believe and we trust and we choose. And even, you know, with it being dysfunctional, that's kind of what commitment is, is eating the poison mushroom sometimes. Yeah. You know, exactly. and, and it's like, you know, it's just really interesting to think, you know, and about the hidden things that we sew away mm-hmm. in our relationships, um, whether it be from our significant other or whether it be from the world about our relationship, you know, it's just, 
it's a it's a really interesting metaphor, and it, that's that's why I really want to go back and, and kind of feel that aspect of it and, and what he might be saying. Right. You, you 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 can't take this movie in sort of this literal fashion. Like these, this is. This is like I think it works as a literal it, story. It does, but I think unlike like Mother, but Mother I, doesn't necessarily work as a literal story, right? right? You know? But I don't, I don't think you should come out of this, out of this going. Well, I guess the only way a marriage works is by poisoning <laughs> right. your, you know, it, <laughs> no. it's it's <laughs> yes, it's good point. It's, uh, I, I think it's more like what you're talking about this phantom thread, this metaphorical phantom thread that's holding marriages together and everything. Here's an extreme case of what mm-hmm. somebody has found to try to make it work. Yours might be as simple as, you know, a simp- I don't know, something I don't, I'm not married. So, you know, <laughs> what, you know, something that's, well, uh, there's, it's all, I mean, it's always a give and take, right? And for, and, and that's when I was talking about not necessarily agreeing with this worldview. Um, I, I think there's something about the way that he's seeing this. If, if again, if I'm right about the metaphor of marriage here, which it, it feels very consistent through this, mm-hmm. um, there is this idea of you you just a- accept the the pain of it, and there is certainly part of that. There's always part of that, but there's there's also a joy to it. And what and what it would be interesting to me on the second viewing is. I'm not sure he's not saying that. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is when when he finally, when there's that honesty there, mm-hmm. there is kind of a joyfulness in eating the poison mushroom. You know, there's there's an interesting thing that happens there. So again, I don't know that I've landed on this, but but yes, you know, marriage is about compromise in many ways and, and all those things. But there's also a real there can be a real joyousness to it if you find that intimacy. There's also one other moment in there where they find happiness, and it may be just the only the only time where you could say there's real lust or or attraction or whatever. It's not just love, and that is the the scene where they have uh, someone who's a big deal comes in and he makes a dress for her. And then she like, you know, collapses in the middle of the dinner or something like that. And Alma is like, she does, she cannot be in here with that dress and everything. Oh, right. She totally understands him. And, yeah. uh, and, and so like, I think he's perfectly okay to just let it go because she's, this woman like gives him a lot of money, so especially since Celia, like earlier on goes, she pays for this entire house. Um, the, uh, the, but the scene where like, they go to this woman's like apartment and knock on the door and say, she cannot wear that dress here like this mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Go She's in not basi- worthy of the dress. Right. Basically, yeah. basically telling her assistant, you need to get out of the way. And, and then they take the dress off of her while she's like sleeping on mm-hmm. the bed and everything. And then like afterward, after that, they're running down the sidewalk, like Bonnie and Clyde or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. And they, they sort of cook, they get into that big kiss moment. Yeah. And, and it is the only moment in, I think it's the only moment in the movie where their sexual relationship is implied. Yeah. And she brings him into his bedroom, I think, because they have separate yeah, yeah, bedrooms yeah. That's for, right. for a lot of the movie. Um, so, yeah. I and would, also, isn't that where they decide to get married? Is that right? Or no? No, it's, it's, uh, it's after the, uh, the first, after that first sickness. That's what it was. Yeah. 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 Um, that, uh, you know, he, he's, he says, uh, 
do you want to marry me? And she stares at him for the longest time. That's another common theme in this movie. Right at the beginning, she says, oh, do you want to do a staring contest? Right. And you remember that? Right. And then they have, they have, I think, two other, at least, staring contests. Right. But they're totally different types of emotions. Yeah. So. And she says, you don't want to get in a staring contest with me because I'll destroy you. Well, that was actually, I don't know if she said that at, she may have said something similar to that about the staring contest. What was at the very beginning when they first... But there was the... Um, and I apologize for not remembering names, but the CEO, you know... Yeah, I think it's remember, Cilia. Cilia. She had a moment where he tried to pick a fight with her, and she said something like, you don't oh, want yeah. to pick a fight with me. Yeah, because yeah. I'll... Yeah, she... Because the same thing. She said, I will, I'll kill you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, there's a lot of other interesting things in here. I think it's interesting how... In the the scene where he first becomes sick, the dress that they've this wedding dress that they've made for this princess is also getting worked on yes. at the same time. And yeah. once that dress gets finished, he's also better as yes. well. There's a big sort of like symbiotic thing going on with that too. Uh, like you know, he when he comes in, he sees this dress and it's beautiful, but he's like. Uh, this is it's obviously awful. terrible, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, but he's not well, so he doesn't know what's good, good at right. that time. And uh, they have to go through all this thing during the night. Like his workers have to get this thing done by nine o'clock. By the time it gets done, he's well again too. Yeah. Do you know what did you think about the the thing that was sewn into that fabric, but never cursed? Never cursed. Um, I think it plays on the mother thing we talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Because it came from. From that idea of because they had a conversation about how different people believe wedding dresses curse them in different ways. Models don't want to wear them, right? They believe they're cursed or whatever, right? Right. Um, so I I think it had to do with that. But then in their relationship, that was happening at the same moment where she had you know made him sick or whatever, and so she was kind of I felt like taking that secret. Well, and also uh, they had there's a big discussion about touching the wedding dress too, mm-hmm. and she ends up touching that thing. In fact, so far as to take that never cursed thing out. Right. The, the movie never explain like never like says one way or the other. But I wonder if she even put that thing back into the dress that never. Cursed. Well, I, I expected something like that. I expected her to hide something. Now at that point in the movie, I was still thinking she was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, oh, this we've turned into a movie where this is like a revenge kind of thing, and um, and she was going to kill him. But I, so I expected her to hide a secret in there that maybe he found or right. would find or something, but I didn't know how that would work. Cause it was a wedding dress going, you know, across the world or whatever. But I think it was just, yeah, I think it was just about her finding that and, right. and remembering, you know, those conversations. I don't know if I made myself clear though. There's a thing about touching the wedding dress and people not getting married um, when they touch the wedding dress. Now, right. I don't know if it's specifically his mom's wedding dress they're talking about or just any wedding dress. Cause I think it was any wedding I dress. I think it was anyone. So the, the fact that she's at, when she comes over and says, can I help? And the workers are all like, well, you can put the bow on or whatever. There's That's a big moment for her right. to touch this wedding dress and everything because it might mean she won't get married if she believes in that that kind of, you know, uh, sort of old wives tale or whatever. And, uh, so, uh, that was a really interesting scene to me. I, I, I'm wondering if that was the full meaning of it, what we just talked about, or if there's more to it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'd have to watch it again and, and maybe see if I can pick up on some other stuff. 
The one of the other thing we haven't talked about um, is how much eating plays a, a, mm-hmm. a role in this. Oh movie. my God! Yes. Um, and in many ways, I think the eating in this movie is meant to symbolize even even you know beyond just the poison mushroom and feeding the poison to the loved one is it's meant to symbolize the, the almost the relationship status mm-hmm. in some ways and how. You know, breakfast is luscious and big sausages and the first yeah. time they meet and it's gorgeous, you know, Belgian waffles and pancakes. And, right. And then it's then it's dry toast being scraped mm-hmm. when it's annoying. And yeah. marriage is like that sometimes, you know, it's just like, how have I never noticed how loudly you slurp your oh cereal or, you know, whatever it might be, that's, you know? That's, now, that's the, the humor you're talking about in this movie because that's one of the things that I found extremely, extremely humorous about is when every time she goes and does, like, you know, like as soon as, as, soon as they get married, she, this is on purpose. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm dead certain that the way she eats her cereal is on purpose at this point. Yeah. Because she's still trying to figure this thing out. Yeah. Like she like biting the spoon, like biting it, yeah, all that, teeth. and like Paul Thomas Anderson cranks the sound up yep. on these things. Like they're purposefully annoying to everybody in the audience yeah. too, because um, that's again that's so true about marriage is the smallest thing can set off in like World War Three, mm-hmm. because you're li- you're like you're doing life together and you have to get used to those. <laughs> Things and so the simple thing about using your teeth to take food off a spoon yeah. all of a sudden becomes the worst thing you've ever seen. Yes. And Paul Thomas Anderson is doing that so perfectly, you know, overemphasizing those things so perfectly in this movie. And there's even a scene. This is this is the other part of this humor too. There's another scene where she's pouring tea or water or something like uh-huh. that, and very deliberately like extends the, yeah. the pour yeah. so that it will annoy him. Because she's still testing the waters on it. Yeah, literally testing the waters. At first, it's easy if you're just taking everything at face value to just say, well, there's some annoying things that she does and and that he doesn't like it or whatever. But she knows what she's doing. Right. That's the uh, wrinkle to the whole thing. Yeah. It's it's pretty incredible stuff. Yeah. whether it's the, the teeth on the spoon or the, you know, the loudness of scraping the toast or the water, um, all that stuff is, is pretty incredible. So anything else you wanted to bring up spoiler wise? Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, covered like everything on, we covered all that uh, stuff that it's so intricate. It's, you know, there, Oh, I, one more scene, one more scene I wanted to mention. The scene where after they're married and he thinks he's made a mistake and he mm-hmm. goes into his CEO wife, I'll just, you know, Celia. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. And he's like, you know, because uh, he will she will ask him previously, do you want me to get rid of such and such? Mm-hmm. He even asks it about Alma at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes into her after they're actually married in the movie and says, I've made a terrible mistake, you know, and start talking about her. And in the meantime, Alma has come in from the back door yeah, quietly and is yeah. standing there listening to him. Right. And Celia's not letting on that she's there. <laughs> right. I forget what his line is. He's something says, like, aren't you two so polite or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, you, you're, you guys are like the best or like the practicing your politeness or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's something like that. Like it's, it's cause it's true. Like 
either one of them can say something, but right. don't. Nope. And let him let, just be a fool. just let him bury himself. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. And that's the thing about this movie. There are, there are just so many of those scenes that are just so interesting and intricate. And I don't know. I, I'm really excited to see it again. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. But, uh, but yeah, that's about all I can think of. Yeah, you know? definitely. It's a, it's a movie you got to unpack a whole bunch of stuff in because you think of you think of all these actions as one way, and then Paul Thomas Anderson finds a way to just sort of, and this is another phantom thread, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. This thing that's pulling everything together is mm-hmm. is this the way this relationship works and everything, and how she's testing the waters and all that. Uh, there's a lot of things like you think of it as one thing, then you realize it's another thing by the end of it. And it's, uh, it's very satisfying that way. And if, if you take one thing out of our conversation, probably be don't poison your loved ones. Yeah, definitely don't do that. That's probably the main thing. Yeah. Even if you measured it exactly as she <laughs> does, I wouldn't advise oh, doing I didn't even this. Think about the fact that she's in many ways with the food, that's her measuring in the way that, you know, He's measuring her with the, mm. uh, that could be something else as well. Yeah. Fascinating stuff. But yes, don't poison people. That's a bad idea. Yeah. All right. That's about it. Thanks for uh, joining us, Chris. Thanks again. Yeah, man. For hanging out. Talking spoilers uh, about Phantom Thread. Uh, we'll be back next week, uh, depending on what the main movie is. We'll depend if there's a spoiler episode. But thanks, guys. We'll catch you then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.